This is Reno Levison, executive producer for Authors Broadcast and Chicago Broadcasting Network. I'm proud to say that we've produced video coverage of the Printer's Row Lit Fest since 2012 and are happy to inform the public about this worthwhile event. The big news for 2019 is that the Chicago Tribune has given up management of LitFest, which has reverted back to the Near South Planning Board, the organization who first presented the Printer's Row book and literary event 35 years ago. We at Chicago Broadcasting Network pay particular attention to Chicago authors and to books about the city of Chicago or those with Chicago themes. We do our best to amplify the voices of Chicagoans who are not typically in a position to get the attention of larger media outlets, either because they're emerging personalities or because they have a niche audience. It's for this reason that we're beginning to combine Authors Broadcast into Chicago Broadcasting Network with the goal of providing a curated collection of audio and video content that focuses on Chicago history, Chicago events, and Chicago people, with a special emphasis on the performing arts, lifestyle, and the written word. So as I've said for the past seven years, sit back and enjoy this special Printer's Row LitFest episode of Author Showcase. Next O'Day, and this is my new release, Rockstar Going Down. It's about a rock star who signed a really bad contract, and he spends the entire book trying to get around it and fall in love with the girl, and he has to choose one or the other, the career or the girl, and that's why the rock star is going down. <laughs> I also have four other books in the Sanity series, which was released um, starting last year up through June of this year, um, and uh, they're about overcoming trauma to fall in love. I'm a 911 operator and this is how I deal with that trauma. Insanity, Sanity's Side, Sanity's Sick, and Sanity's Edge, and then there's a novella called Sanity's Secrets. Hi, I'm Melanie Johnson, and I write the Sometimes in Love series with St. Martin's Press. The first book in the series is Getting Hot with the Scott, and it's all about uh, a group of friends who are on the dream vacation of their lives in Europe, and a girl meets a kilted Highlander in a castle, and shenanigans occur. The next book in this series is Smitten by the Brit, and what we have here is um, someone who thought her life was going in one direction, and when something happens, she finds herself in a Jane Austen novel unexpectedly. My name is Jaylee Bailey. I write young adult gay romance and adult contemporary gay romance. Uh, the books I've got with me here today, Guy Liner is a coming out, coming of age story set in rural Indiana. Uh, very much along the lines of Simon versus the uh, Homo Sapiens Agenda, which was a big hit a couple years ago. Uh, the other book I brought with me is Do Gooder. It's a high kind of octane action adventure story of two boys that get kidnapped by mercenaries in Africa and have to sort of survive to get until they can get saved by working together. So. We'll be doing our best to add information about the various books and authors at our website, chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. We're Sisters in Crime. We're an organization of mystery writers. Uh, we were formed in 1986 by the, the wonderful Sarah Pereski, who's right here in Chicago. Uh, this is the Chicago chapter, but we're national and international. Uh, and uh, we don't just have women authors. We have Misters in Crime as well. So uh, anybody who'd like to join us, uh, sinchicago.com. 
So thank you. Um, my books are both set in Lamont, they're, uh, which is southwest of Chicago. They're historical mysteries. They have a present-day component and uh, about an amateur historian who is solving mysteries from the historical past. And the mystery at Sag Ridge is actually also a ghost story. Um, it's about uh, a ghost who is haunting the historian who then has to solve the mystery of her death, which happened in 1898. Um, the mystery at Black Partridge Woods is actually about a Potawatomi Indian woman in 1817. And the Indian woman's son is accused of killing a white man and she has to become a sleuth, track down who the real killer is and bring him back. Um, the amateur historian writes a story, a book, about her. Uh, the book is contained completely within the book, so you have a book within a book. Um, just as the book is being about to be published, she's attacked by someone who doesn't want the book to be published. Now she has to find out who would care about something that happened 200 years ago. flipped over, shot in the face. He's supposedly a good guy, so why would somebody do that and not steal anything from the house? So that's the first case that unwinds. Then in the Iron Collar, um, they go to South Suburban College, which you're familiar with. Okay, well there's there's a young woman dead in the chemistry room. Oh man. And the fact that a couple of other women are found killed the same way makes her feel like there's probably a serial killer. And so, finally, so that is very apropos because here in Chicago now, it would appear that on the south and west sides, there is a or several serial killers. This came out in December. This tells the real story of the Wright brothers, not the David McCullough story. Wilbur Orville, he dies in 1912. In 1942, he has a biography written saying they're 50% partners. When in fact, Wilbur Wright was the one who worked with Octa Chinook to produce a plane that would fly, a control system. So it was really Wilbur Wright who invented this plane. Now this is the Capone, Al Capone, the 1933 Welch Fair. For people who love Dublin, the White City, 40 years later, Chicago did it again. Except this time they have to get rid of Capone in the worst year of the Great Depression. Sally Rand's there, Judy, Judy Garland, television, long distance calling. It's my 15th book, History Book Club selection. It's really how Chicago pulled it off. My name is Randy Richardson. This is my book, Obsessions. I did it with my co-author, Becky Sarwate. Um, this is a collection of stories from famous Cub fans, uh, writers, broadcasters, actors, um, some former Cubs players, um, all telling their stories about being Cubs fans, from how they became Cubs fans to, you know, how it was when the Cubs finally won the World Series. So, um, it's just 
taking their stories and sort of putting them into a collection and how they fit together um, into sort of a collection and looking at how, you know, what is the Cubs identity, the Cubs fan identity, and that's basically the idea behind the story. This is a great story. It's a true story based on my experiences. 40 years ago, as a young kid, I needed a job. I went to an insurance company that I didn't realize was crooked. And uh, the first question they asked me is, do you have any problems working with black people? And I said, no, I don't. So the next thing I know, I find myself in the heart of Cabrini Green, the projects, knocking on doors, selling insurance to people who have very little means and no money, don't want to see me. A few months later, I meet this beautiful black girl, fall in love with her and she's brutally murdered. She has white cream put all over her face with a message basically that black girls are not supposed to date white guys in the projects. And that's where the Black Ledger starts. It's a mystery thriller. It's doing fantastic. They're uh, making a play about it on Broadway. It's in pre-production. We're very excited about it. This is in Arcadia Pictorial History on Chicago State University. I wrote this book because I got tired of other people telling our story. Um, everybody hears about us on the news, usually it's negative, and I wanted to talk about what a wonderful history we have of 150 years. We started in 1867 in a boxcar, and right now we're a multinational, international university on the far south side of Chicago. So Emily Cabot, at this point in her life, it's 1909, and her kids are like young, young teenagers. So her her brother um, gets involved in a murder at the film studio up north, and she's like, "What's a film studio?" And her kids are like. Haven't you seen Tom Mix? And the kids go up and they watch Tom Mix, the cowboy, um, doing his stuff. And the girl, her daughter, really is into Wizard of Oz. And they're doing um, Wizard of Oz because Bob had um, made some films with Seelig for his presentations that he did, his lectures and so forth. And he couldn't pay for them, so he, he let Seelig do a, uh, an early version of the Wizard of Oz, which you can see on YouTube. Really? Yes, it's a silent it's film version of, you know, one reeler, 15 minutes. Um, and then, yeah, there's lots of uh, incredible stuff that was actually true. <laughs> and, uh, Death at the Sea League Studios uh, takes place in 1909 when there were two film studios, silent film studios, uh, the Sea League Polygraph and SNA up in the north part of Chicago. It was right before they all moved to um, Hollywood. And my character, her brother, is involved with them and he finds a film censor killed on one of the sets. And that's the plot for it, finding out what really happened. I'm Greg Borzo. I'm an author who specializes in Chicago history. My newest book is The, Fat, the Lost Restaurants of Chicago, and it uh, features restaurants that have come and gone. So it uh, evoked lots of good memories about eating at uh, the Black Hawk or the Como Inn or Binion's or whatever, and bring back lots of good memories. My other recent book is the uh, 
fabulous fountains of Chicago and it uh, talks about how we have so many outdoor public fountains in Chicago that are unknown, unappreciated. And so this book hopefully will get people out to discover the outdoor public fountains uh, all around the city. There's over 130 of them, so there's lots to discover. series of books and stuffed animals that are all based on real rescue dogs. We also give part of the profits we earn to animal shelters in Chicago. So all the books kind of deal with different social issues and they have discussion questions in the back to get kids thinking not just about how we should treat animals but also how we should treat each other. Um, we have two new books this year and that is um, Kringle's Christmas and Just Me Wrigley. Um, Kringle and Chewy are actually based on dogs from Alive Rescue in Chicago who's a shelter that we kind of work with and give a lot of or give some of our profits to and sometimes partner with on events so Forever Home Friends is its own business we produce the books ourselves and all of that and then um, we work with shelters partnering on events and helping them out with um, giving them some of our money giving donations to them and also raising awareness about them and that kind of stuff so yeah right now we have four books available we have Chewy stuffed animals available and then the three other stuffed animals are they just recently got funded on Kickstarter so they're up for pre-order right now and the rest of them are going to be coming out soon Hi, Kerry Cranston here, the president of the American Writers Museum, and uh, it's a wonderful space that celebrates American writers and their impact on our history and our culture, so you should come by and visit. We have a lot of great author programs. People come in all the time to read their works, but the space itself is just a really interactive and fun place. We hope you come visit. Hey, my name is John Wayne Kaminali. I'm from Houston, Texas. Thank you very much. My book, Chargeland, on Rooster Republic Press, is about Jim Charge. He's the baddest-ass dude that ever lived. He's coming through the door with a big dick and a smile, and he's taking over. Thought you are in charge? Forget it. You're gone. Jim Charge has taken over, and he does take over the world from the makeup counter of his local department store. He's the sharpest-dressed anti-hero you'll ever meet. Welcome to Chargeland, bitch. All right, my name is Michael Allen Rose. I'm the author of such books as Embry, Hard Boiled, and Rock and Roll Death Patrol. But today I'd like to talk to you about The Indifference of Heaven. This book is about George, a guy who owns a bar. He's owned it for years, and he goes into the bathroom stall to clean up the graffiti like you do when you own a bar. The problem is the graffiti keeps coming back. And it starts to sound more and more like a murder confession instead of graffiti. And then it starts to reference specific things from his life that nobody else could possibly know about. So as you read the book, you go down the rabbit hole with George and find out, is he crazy? Is somebody messing with him? Or is something supernatural going on? As you read, you become part of the problem because the graffiti in the book grows and the reader experiences what poor George is experiencing. The indifference of heaven.
My name is Caleb Wilson. I wrote a book called Polymer. Uh, and my one-line pitch is that Polymer is a combination of Castlevania and Purple Rain into one cohesive universe about celebrity monster hunters in a neon gothic world. Uh, it's through Eraserhead Press out of Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I am out of all of my books as well, uh, but I do have a new book out that I'd love to tell you about. Uh, it's called Blood. It's by my name is John Bruni. Uh, that's John with an H, and that's B as in boy, R U N as in Nancy I. Uh, and it's the dark, phantasmagorical story of uh, a corrupt cop who gets put behind bars and is mysteriously freed by the stranger, Lucifer Robinson, who wants him to work for him, doing odd jobs that keep getting darker and stranger, until nobody really knows what's really going on. And uh, all of a sudden, this guy just wants to get out of it all. He wants to meet his daughter for the first time, and unfortunately, he's just stuck in this downward spiral. Nothing, nobody knows what's going on, but you will have your answers by the end of the book. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at Authors Broadcast and Chicago Broadcasting Network. If you enjoyed this program, be sure to visit our website to subscribe and be notified when new content is added. I'm also vice president of Midwest Writers Association. If you're a nonfiction author, journalist, professional business writer, or blogger, you can learn more about our association at MidwestWriters.com or look for Midwest Writers Association on Facebook. Thanks to everyone who participated. I hope this program inspires you to find a book to read at your local bookstore or library or maybe inspires you to write a book of your own. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Author's Showcase featuring the 2019 Chicago Printers Row Lit Fest.